It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Exploration's Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. On with the show. doing carol oh just peachy peachy maybe that'll be your new nickname peachy um and also with us sammy hooker lipstick balch how you doing sammy uh i well see i was gonna make another fruit-based pun because carol said she was peachy but now i'm so flustered by the title that has been bestowed upon me i can't possibly so i'll just go with doing pretty good Sam, I, I really want to endear myself to you enough that I get to be one of the people that gets to call you Sammy. Um, it's one of my new life goals now that I know that's oh, such, a, oh my such a rarefied group. But um, that's fantastic. Wow. I mean, remember that wow. time I sent you that remember that time I sent you those light bulbs? I do actually. Yeah, I, mean, I do. Wow. Is, you know what? You're that? moving up. Okay. Well, uh, uh, hey, listeners, last time we did an episode, last time the three of us were together, we did an episode about nothing. It was almost a Seinfeld episode. Um, so not nearly as big budget. No, no, very, very small budget Seinfeld episode. Uh, this time we're going to actually talk about the topic we were going to talk about last time, uh, that summer hangout place. A while ago, uh, Carol was messaging that, uh, that she said in an email that she thought her house was going to be going to be one of those places for the summer and I remember I remember fondly the the summer hangout kids hangout places from my childhood so that we could talk about it anybody else want to talk I since I moved around so much I don't have like one summer hangout place necessarily but the feeling you know transcended the space right like whether it was yeah my grandma's house or whether it was that new military base we were living on in my friend's house or whether it was uh, the teen center, like the feeling was still there, even though I wasn't always in the same place that I didn't have the same summer hangout space every single year. So that I, I've always thought that that's just sort of a cherished feeling, if not like a specific memory, you know? What, what, what is the feeling? Oh, it's, a, it's just this feeling of... <clears throat> it's not so much no responsibility because there, you know, there were always things to do, right. Or things to get ready for or be around, but this, this feeling of, I think a lot of it was living in the moment, right. And enjoying in the moment. A lot of it was sort of the freedom of getting to make choices. So even when I was, you know, I was having summer vacations when I was six or seven or eight. And then again, when I was a preteen and then an actual teenager, there was, 
you know, this level of responsibility of, oh, I'm making my own lunch and I, you know, I get to decide when I'm going to eat it and am I going to take it over to so-and-so's house or am I going to stay here? Am I going to be back for dinner? Am I going to not be back? Like, what am I going to do? And just having this time that was all of a sudden up to me to do, because I, you know, was in school the rest of the year in public school. So relatively regimented schedule for certain things. And the, the, feeling of responsibility on my shoulders, but knowing that I still had somewhere to fall back to in case I was like, I didn't feel good or I didn't know what to do or something felt weird. Just a delightful kind of memory. Yeah, I think the closest thing to an adult equivalent would be almost like your favorite dive bar. Like, it doesn't have to be the swankiest place. You might make questionable choices but no one's really going to hold it against you here. Right. There's no one expecting you to act right. Right. Yeah, and you can Uber yourself home if you need to. Uh, I feel that. I, oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) I I like the dive bar one. I, the, the, I was thinking mostly when we got started about the, the early years, younger age, summer hangout places, but I had a a summer hangout place when I was uh, the summer between eighth and ninth grade. That was um, really, really close to that dive bar kind of situations. And I, I learned a lot of stuff that summer and it was delightful but I don't really know how much of it I'm going to talk about on the podcast. So I'm ready to take notes though, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I have so much to learn. Jeff. I'm life. <laughs> well, the fun thing about hangouts is like, you know, Sam, you always had different ones, but I think even for those of us who grew up in the same place, it's like the older you got, your hangout got bigger. Like when you're younger, it's just like maybe your yard and the neighbor's yard. And then you were allowed, like, well, I'm from Northeast Pennsylvania. So then we were allowed to, like, walk down to the creek in the coal banks. So then that was, like, part of the hangout. And then, like, when we were old enough to, like, ride our bikes down to the Little League field, like, that became, like, part, like, and then there's, like, every every spot has, like, its own perk. Like, they have the house with the Nintendo. They have the house with the pool. That's a house that always has food. And then there's, like, that weird no man's land that's just like there like there's no houses that like no one's watching you at all yeah. and that's just like perfect setup yeah and that, that no one was watching you at all is a a delightful joyful possibly terrifying thing depending on what you're up to and and the the age you are but but yeah and, and if I, you're I, a narc yeah I was a yeah. narc so was I. <laughs> Narks? Who did you narc on and why? Oh, just any time I felt like, like, so I was usually with my siblings because um, mm-hmm. I have three siblings and we're all relatively close in age. So we were all usually together and then like my friends and or my siblings' friends, like if it felt like somebody was doing something unsafe or, you know, going past the no trespassing sign. Yeah, I would, I would, t- I would totally tell on them later, and I would just tell my mom, and like assume my mom's gonna fix it. I don't think my mom cared. Probably just like, okay, yeah, no, thanks for telling me. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't sound very safe. And then you know, would go back to whatever book she was reading, and I'm like, wait, did my mom not tell their moms? Was this not a big deal? 
Oh, and yeah. then did you go, did you go narc on your mom to their moms? Oh, no, I was terrified of their moms. Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. I could just imagine that that night your uh your your mom and dad are laying in bed like the Brady bunch. They're laying there, they're both reading, got their la- reading lamps on, and your your mom says, I think Sam's a narc. <laughs> and my dad and would dad, say, Yeah, obviously. Yeah, your dad just shakes his head. Uh, <laughs> of course she is. Yeah. Have you met her? Yeah, what did your siblings think about that? Oh, my siblings were also narcs. We were a whole family of cops. Oh, <laughs> oh my god fun. <laughs> we we are all risk averse like little risk averse anxious avoidant shits <laughs> well spe- that's speaking who we of, are speaking of risk risk adverse uh carol your husband has a death ray which has made him popular in the neighborhood sounds pretty yeah. great yeah the death ray the funny part is that it was not constructed really for children uh it was oh. one of those things you saw it on youtube like they're like, oh, if you could find like those old big TV, big screen TVs, like with the, and it has to be a particular kind. It's a certain kind of lens. I don't remember the name. He knew all about it. And I think he was working one day and he passed one and he saw it. He's like, oh, there it is. You know, so he comes home with that. Great. He builds like a frame for it. That's like adjustable. Yeah. And then when the sun hits it, you can basically light anything on fire. Whatever you put underneath it just combusts amazing so, it happens so, that fast some of the stuff yeah like if it's paper <laughs> yeah oh man Other stuff that too. does sound like the summer hangout spot yeah so summer he, 2022 let's burn stuff and that was like what was i even oh it was mother's day i don't know what i was doing but then i come out and they're almost like burning things in the backyard yeah. and I was like, happy mother's well, day like, but he had, they all had welding masks on so they could That's like see sweet. the flame so they could get a good view of it. And he's explaining to them how it worked, but yeah. And they Amazing. let it smolder. They kept coming back to check on it. Like still going, you know? <laughs> so this is, this, this, this is going to release towards the end of summer. But uh, if you, if you've heard that uh, half of Pennsylvania has burnt down uh, during the summer, due due to unexpected uh, forest fires, uh, Carol's you know uh, who to blame. Carol's yard is probably the forest uh, by me. The, it rains the, uh, here most of the summer. We're not lighting it. Oh, that's that's <laughs> good. That's good. That'll be good for the kids. Um, and then and then you thought you were gonna kind of be the emotional place for the Ooh. neighborhood kids, didn't you tell me that? Oh yeah, that happens. <laughs> that happens a lot. Someone will knock on the door. Be like, someone's having a hard time. You know, they're in that tattling thing. Like everyone's tattling and wants to get everybody in trouble. And I'm like, oh, a bunch of little Sam's. <laughs> Pretty much. Bunch, yeah, a bunch of narcs. And I'm like, I think, and I'm always telling them like, you know, what? I think they're just having a hard time. So, I, you know, I, what, a kid's having a hard time. I'm going to talk to them. So I'm usually on my front steps talking to some kid. Um. <laughs> And it, it's weird to me too, because even they said like, they're like, nobody, they said, nobody yells at us as much as you. And I was like, but you keep coming back here. <laughs> you, you keep begging for me to yell. I think I'm now, I don't want to, cause I don't really know exactly what goes on anybody's house, but I think sure. I might be the first person to like hold a hard boundary, but I don't have like weird repercussions for it. Like, it's not like you better not do this or whatever. You're grounded. Like, come play with the death ray, but you're going to pick up your garbage before you leave. Like, it's very, you know, it's just, 
it was stuff like that. So the other day I was out there and I was just the, the main three, mine and her two friends. Oh, and another little one that comes from around the corner. And I was like, all right, well, summer's starting. Let's just, we're going to just set the rules right now. You know, they're very Thomas Jefferson, like, you know, you don't hurt people and you don't hurt property and pick up your garbage. That's part of not hurting property. You know, if you have a problem, just come knock on the door. And I'm just explaining it to them. And they were in the middle of a fight. So I'm just explaining them the rules for the summer. Kids started coming out of the woodwork. I've never seen these children before. (laughs) Before, you know, there's like 10 kids standing around me listening to the rules of summer. And they've got questions. The one kid asked me if the garbage can that I provided in the backyard, if it was free to use. And I was like, yeah, That's I a good question. bring your household garbage down. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should start charging per garbage. I did joke. I'm like, it's 50 cents. He goes, oh, that's a lot. <laughs> I was like, I'm God, kidding. But, I'm kidding. A point. but yeah, so it's like, I think ours is, we always had like an in-between spot because there's like, very clear activities at one spot, very clear activities at another spot. Uh, we have a spillway behind us that, you know, there's lots of frogs in and stuff like that. So they, they've been spending a lot of time over there, but it's like, if they're looking for something exciting, they'll come and look for my husband. But if somebody's crying, they come and look for me. You the emotional a, support. A frog spillway. I, I, I just imagine just a, a constant flow of frogs going kind of going it by it's just just hundreds and thousands millions of frogs just flowing by be, from from i i assume there's a a nuclear reactor right up the road where where the, these are like radioactive frogs that they're no we're not yeah they're talking exciting. and everything okay no okay that was very exciting for me for a moment thanks for killing that off um brought me, brought well, me great well i was gonna joy, say but... I'm, I'm not so much of a narc as a buzz kill so there you have it I was just <laughs> oh there going, we go shouldn't be doing there this this go. is not a good idea like that was me i didn't always tell on people but yeah oh i'll i'll kill a good buzz anytime absolutely and so all those kids and you tell them here's the rules and you get you know hurting people and pick up your garbage do they all just scatter the fuck away or have they been coming back no they come that's the funny part is like they come back you know and sometimes i'm crazy like i've got that like mom bun going and i'm like I'm just trying to get something done. And then, you know, but they keep coming back. So I don't know. Well, I, I mean, I don't think it's really surprising. I think, I mean, we humans like a little bit of structure in our, in our lives to, to some extent, and, and especially when it's explained to us clearly. Um, I mean, somebody else's structure that I just kind of, kind of figure out for myself, I'm, I might not be down with that but i think kids kind of kind of dig that here's here's what this space is and here's what you can do and here's what you can't do and there you go i I mean it it clarifies things quite a bit huh yeah and i think too even with i think kids have gotten so used to like random consequences like i said like there really is no natural consequences in their world it's they did something that a usually inconsistent adult didn't like and now they're being like you know punished some weird way you know like well you're staying in the house for a week now because i don't know something like you you left your toys out or something you know like in my art i'm like well if you leave your stuff around i'm gonna throw it out (laughs) so (laughs) don't do that and i'm like and because i'm not 
like helicoptering. Like I keep an eye on everybody when they're in the backyard, but I'm not watching them constantly. And I mean, the one little guy, he does have a really hard time. He comes from a hard situation. So, you know, we work with him, but he knows that, you know, usually the, they'll give, and the kids will be like, Hey, don't do that. You're going to break it. Like he broke a metal broom handle in half. Oh, and he looked at me oh, and I was man. like, you bro-? and, I, and I, we'd already told him like, don't swing it like that. You know, and it was like, it was my poor husband's favorite broom too. Somehow oh. this kid snapped it clean in half. And I was like, you broke it? And it's first thing goes, well, I didn't know it was going to break its metal. And Good I point. Just, you know, and, you know, I kind of want to tell him off in my head because I'm mad. But I was like, buddy, I know that. But I warned you once and you were not like, and I was afraid he was going to hit somebody else. Like, that's what he was doing. And I was like, you got to go for today because I can't, I can't keep watching. Like, I, I can't sit out here with you. So he was really bummed about that. But he came the next day. So it's really kind of a weird situation for me to be in because it's almost like a classroom, but it's your house. Mm-hmm. And they you show up there. randomly. And You're not getting you know, paid you, for it. Yeah, you can't call off. And it's like, oh, dear. But Did, did you mind. make him get you a new broom? No. Well, he kept saying, he's funny. My husband said, this one's going to be a politician for sure. Because this kid could give you like a five minute apology. Like, like it's nobody's business. He's like, what is with this kid? He's like, all right, all right, all right. I hear you. Sorry. You know, and I I told him, I said, you have to understand. I think that he's so used to people like yelling at him for things, like shaming him. Sure. So I think he's just so quick to communicate how much shame he feels. And it's so shame. You know what I mean? So he goes on. I'm like, he's just kind of, you know, and he's one of those kids too that lives with his grandparents. So you could always tell when kids spend most of their time with older individuals, like just how they talk and how they word things and how it goes. He wears his pants up to right below his yeah. uh, nipples. Almost. Yeah. And it's like, okay, all right. You know, and it's gotten to the point, you know, and I've sat down and we've talked about it. I'm like, buddy, the, the best thing to do when you mess up, I said, you can always fix it. You can't fix the broom, but you can fix your friends. Like, like how you are with your friends. Like they don't trust you now. Like you can like, and I, we have lots of conversations about how we can do that. Um, but no, I don't make them pay for the broom. You, that, would, yeah, I, that just I mean, seems wrong. Make them work it off. Uh, do you do you break something else? <laughs> no. <laughs> do, you, do you come out uh, at about three fifteen in the afternoon with a with a, a a giant pitcher of of lemonade and homemade Rice Krispie bars? Not yet. No, because most of the kids are still in school, mm. and we've been still busy. So you're saying there's a chance that that will? Oh happen. yeah. Probably. Like I already told, I'm like, we have to get a cooler to keep out there to keep some drinks in for them. So they don't even have to come in the house. It's like, they know where the garbage can is. It's right there. And they've actually, yeah, last year was bad, but this year they've been really good about it. So it was like, okay, we'll put a cooler out there. I'll probably have snacks on hand, stuff like that. Well, it, it doesn't, it, I mean, the cooler and the snacks are nice, but I think it would really class it up if you, uh, you, you put on an apron and brought them out there on a nice tray and, uh, and served them. Um, 
No, I think they would think no, I flipped no. my leg. They're like, this is not the lady that was here before. <laughs> well, that would be, where'd that, that would be where'd the Harold go? Yeah, we want Harold back. <laughs> she was nuts, but she was all right. <laughs> that would be the fun part. I, I, I as, as we've been talking about this, I got to thinking, um, I spent, I don't remember how many years, 10 years or so, directing a, a school-age summer program. And I, I inherited it from a guy who moved to another position and became my boss and I got his old job and he he'd been really structured about what the summer schedule was and this is you know 60 to 80 to 120 kids a year hanging out every every day and you know parents are at work and and basically those parent work hours at nine to five basic hours and uh and he he had a kind of regimented schedule and one of my the first things I wanted to do to to kind of put my own stink on things was just rub up against no <laughs> put your own stink on things. That's, that's a joke. No, I didn't. I just, just peed on everything. No, um, on all of his stuff. Everything. It's my terror. No, to kind of mark things as my own is is I wanted to break up with some of that rigidity in the schedule, and and try to create a a structured program which is i mean what it was that didn't have that that structure that had more of the the real play thing to it and so it took a couple of years but as time went by we we had you know we we're, we're going to eat lunch at this time because you've all been in constant motion for five hours and you're hungry uh but mostly we we instead of built it building in in scheduled activities we built in lots of free time with opportunities and i that's what i feel that the the summer hangout places that were most memorable had a lot of that that kind of some structure here's the garbage can but a lot a lot a lot of freedom yeah and I always have the weird stuff too like I I try very hard my husband now does too like thinking of things to put in the yard like just odd things like you know randomly buying a baby pool putting it out there like clearly they're all too big for it I forget why there was like a reason why I bought it, which I don't recall right now, but like, it's like the favorite loose part in the yard. Like that thing goes everywhere. It's always filled with something weird. Like there's all, you know, but like, just cause they're not used to being allowed to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, we do have to like, there's some hard boundaries. One of them is now please don't dig a hole in the yard because they dug a very deep hole right next to where my, husband just put like a stone patio like right on Whoa. the edge of it so it was like in a cave in and that was the whole thing and two we want them to be able to like run through the yard okay so huge gaping holes if you know it's a no the one kid's like well where can like because they've caught on to we'll say yes whenever we can he's like well can you find me a spot to dig a hole my husband's like yes in your grandmother's yard <laughs> <laughs> he was yeah, like you can find yourself a spot that. yeah but it, it's like just and knowing that they're I'm not out there saying oh that's not how that's supposed to be used you know what I mean yeah. like I bought hula right. hoops randomly and put them out there like the cheap kind that that's the ticket it can't be anything expensive because like no, true no, loose no. part you cannot be afraid it's going to be ruined because it's going to be ruined it's going to be ruined but they were out there and there was like a broken one out there and I was like oh I guess I should throw that away but then they were all playing jail with it 
Like that's how they were locking people up because that loop opened. It's know? great. Like, that's great. I love okay. that. I actually, I have a memory of doing that actually in the same way. That hula hoop that was broken and that you could twist open. That was the jail. You could try and break out of it. I remember that. How, how does that get from, I assume you were in Iceland or something where that happened, Sam? I don't know, maybe. They all, I, all the memories kind just, of run together. I, I love it that that those things that that kids think that they're the first one that's ever done this right? thing, that yeah. there's kids all over the country doing doing those same those same yeah. kind of things. Yeah, What's the uh, any rules on on time? Like, uh, you, do you have any? Hey, you can't be over here before six in the morning. I don't have any times on that because it hasn't been a problem yet. Like, I don't, I don't need to impose anything because it's not a problem. So, I mean, if they start knocking on my door at six a.m., the only thing that's going to happen is no one's going to answer. It. <laughs> so that's, you know. Just the way, and the one kid doesn't knock on the door. It's kind of funny. Like I don't know, he walks right up onto the porch and talks to me all the time. But he, he has something about knocking on people's doors, so he rides down the street and howls like this, like this wolf owl thing. And that's how you know he's outside. I want to come to so, Camp Carol. It sounds amazing. It's kids howling. There's holes. and the characters you wouldn't believe. I said like every movie about childhood like has all these like key characters like the kid that always breaks stuff you know right. like the one the leader lead. kid yeah the leader kid that's probably my kid you know yeah it's like they're all here they're all here <laughs> and it gets wild i i think it sounds sounds delightful i was wondering how are, are these kids are, are are they running around to ball practice and dance are they in a lot of stuff during the summer or do most of them have their summers for actual play i as far as i know some of most of them have like so then are there some kids who are like uh guest stars like i don't see them all of the time you know like um, the cousins of the regular kids yeah like i don't around. know there's a kid with glasses down the street he's the one that asked me if there was a charge to use the garbage can he pops up at the most random times and well it just has questions <laughs> and I'm like you weren't here 30 seconds ago like where did you come from how did you get in it's like I I'm afraid I'm gonna find him in that garbage can one day like he's just gonna pop his head out and be like so what is <laughs> okay <laughs> no but as far as I know I know I talked to the the mom that lives next door the, the two kids that live over there and she's like I know I should have them in more things and I was like no you shouldn't just I my said they I was like they're they're doing what they need to do so that like my kids like the younger one does dance the older one started doing theater but like all their stuff is done now if they wanted to do stuff during the summer I would take them to do it but they're both like no Good. no why would we want that yeah so it's all just free range kids all summer long I think that sounds like a delightful way to send spend the summer. Are there any any popsicles or those those icy things that you freeze and there? What are those things called? You know oh, those yes. things. Okay. Well, it depends. No, it depends. It depends on where you're from, Jeff. Cut. So, I just called them like popsicles. Like, yeah, it's just the weird the push the kind of pushy popsicles. But there's like some people only refer to them as otter pops because there's a brand called Otter Pops. Yeah. So like my husband who grew up in California is like, it's an otter pop. And like, we'll defend this to the death. 
and it's very weird for me. And I, I do, I remember the first time I, someone asked if I wanted an otter pop and I just stared at them. It's like, I don't know what that I is. I don't know what you're is saying. Your husband's new nickname for me, his call sign is otter. That's, that's great. Do that. <laughs> hey, hey, otter. Actually, uh, wait, actually, I do refer to him as my significant otter. Periodically, that's like my joke. Otter. He's my, that's he's my, cool. he's my significant otter. So do you have a freezer for all those things, Carol? No, not yet. I'll get there. <laughs> make the kids go find some fruit and make their own <laughs> also like the potluck house like sometimes i've got it together kids and sometimes i don't just keep checking back <laughs> yeah, yeah. come back tomorrow no i, I don't like those i'm okay. i'm the one that buys like and i have to get away from it because it'll be too expensive but i'm the one that buys like the really like expensive like only really fruit real fruit no fruit like no dye no like none of that like i'm that person but if I have to feed the neighborhood, I might just yeah, go get, the We call them ices. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. Summer without ices would be a, a sad, sad summer. Hey, any final thoughts before we wrap this up? Man, there's no summer in adulthood. You just like don't text your friends back and then never see each other. It's a real bummer. Just joking uh, fun, man. Like, I enjoy the ice cream truck that comes on Mondays just as that's much true. as the I'm, kids do. That's fantastic. I am glad about that. Sam, you got to rewire things. You get to <laughs> you get to have uh, have summertime. I <laughs> oh. I, I spent oh, I spent no. all of the we had we had an overly cold extended cold spring, and I, I did half of my summer stuff during during the February and March, so I can totally fuck off during uh. <laughs> During uh during the summer months, you gotta. That's amazing. You gotta. You gotta. Yeah, I gotta get my priorities straight, folks. You gotta. gotta I think practice. every everyone. I think everyone in every job should have this. Like, I think as a, as humanity, we should have the summer off. Everybody should get popsicles, and there should be a water slide. And it'll be I, at Carol's house. So. Done. Make and your own way, man. Summer of done. Sam, but that's a different connotation, I guess. That's a but. different thing. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, either one of you want to plug anything? No. No, no holes to plug. Okay. This, hey, listeners, this from the Child Care Bar and Grill podcast. We will be back soon with another episode. Thanks for listening. Uh, spay and neuter your pets. Bye-bye. You can prevent forest fires. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.